0: Welcome back, pop culture theologians. Uh, well, we made it through another week. Uh, it is still 2020, we hear, um, but we are back with you. We have the amazing Ann Jeanette, honorary pop culture theologian, um, back with us again to discuss The Crown, season four, episode three, fairy tale. Hey, Ann Jeanette. Hello. Hello. Your Hello. 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 <laughs> well, welcome back to the Pop Culture Theologians. Um, Marcy is out uh, this week, but we have Ann Jeanette in here in her place, talking all things, probably one of the most scandalous episodes that we could imagine. Um, but One of uh, them of the season. One of them. Um, but we are all academics worshiping at the altar, altar of pop culture. Um, we all throw in a little bit of that favorite television show that favorite movie find the religion in it and write about it pop culture and theology is a huge field in the study of religion um and it's quite exciting and so here we are um if you want to go make and follow us make sure you check out our host site the engaged gaze uh, g-a-z-e not g-a-y-z but there are some pretty engaged gays if you ask my (laughs) And then make sure you're following us on Twitter um, and uh, uh, Facebook at pop culture theologians on Facebook and then at pop theologians on Twitter. You can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, not the TikToks yet, and Facebook at Erickson 85 And Anjanette is a big deal on TikTok, I hear.
1: I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not a TikTok star. I am a TikTok consumer and part-time producer. Um, you can find me at TikTok at um, PhD Ange A&J. Um I'm also on the Instagrams at Barcelona Ange. Yeah, the Instagrams, the TikToks, you know. The Tumblr. The Tumblr. I'm also on the Tumblr. She's the Dark
0: Web. The Dark Web. We won't go there. We're not promoting <laughs> that, um, but she is on the Dark Web. Um, don't get her started.
1: Of on- the Tumblrs. So you have to preference of the Tumblrs, so not okay. the entire Dark webs.
0: Well, if Anjanette's on the dark web I feel a little bit safer in these in this world for some (laughs) weird reason but that's 2020 for me
1: um
0: speaking of insanity 2020 Anjanette what the f*** happened this week
1: I mean what didn't happen this week it's 2020 we're in December correct I think so what about Katie Porter Katie
0: Porter is the queen of all queens. She made Steve Mnuchin, the treasury secretary, um, look like an incompetent child tonight um, when she was grilling him. So Katie Porter is a Congress member from uh, orange county um here in california we like and to call
1: her the whiteboard lady right the she's the one that brings the whiteboard, the whiteboard and whiteboard. does the numbers
0: mm-hmm. um but essentially because steve mnuchin's an asshole um there are 450 million dollars left maybe it's billion no not billion um, It can't be um, uh, but $450 million, if it was billion, I'd be really even more mad. It's $450 million um, that he's going to put back into like the general fund that were actually a part of covid uh 19 relief package money. And as we all know, there are cities, there are counties, there are people that do not have jobs, that cannot afford things. And he's going to put all that money back in because, and this is the point that people forget, is that then that money cannot be used without Congress and Senate and the president approving it because it was for a specific package. And so he's basically saying, you to the American people because Trump lost the election. Um, and they're essentially trying to Right, put- they're
1: just burning bridges. They're just they're just burning they're doing the yeah. what the civil war in the South and they're just burning Atlanta.
0: They're doing everything. And you know, yeah. it's just a great exchange, go to her Facebook or her Twitter or anything. And you'll see him she you'll see her. Oh, him, TikTok
1: was loving it today.
0: Yeah. You'll see her ask him, are you, you, you're ridiculous. You're acting like you're playing like you're a trial court lawyer on television <laughs> yeah. and you can tell he is so pissed and it is just fabulous because he's about to be unemployed and he cannot continue to feed off of the American public anymore. And he's just an asshole.
1: Which leads us to the second of our news. Is A that, number of assholes. Right, is that there's, in the pipeworks, is that 45 is trying to look for ways to pardon his progeny and his spawn, Giuliani. Yeah. You know, because that's, that's definitely the actions of an innocent administration. Yeah, we definitely pardon. Making sure that you pardon, pardon everyone, everyone before you leave.
0: Exactly. No, yeah. So the news broke late yesterday um, that the Department of Justice is actually um, has unsealed documents that show that money is being funneled into the White House for a potential presidential pardon. It doesn't tell you who um, or the specifics, but we all know that if there's something dirty going down at the White House, Rudy Giuliani is probably involved, um, as well as the president, um, as we all know. And Ivanka.
1: Ivanka. of his,
0: his daughter, his children. Um, the other news that we're hearing is that Trump is uh, trying to pardon his children for all of their uh, illicit crimes that they have committed while being in office. And, uh, you know, you can't, you know, you cannot just look at these people anymore and just not say you all need to be in jail.
1: And did you hear what's been popping up in New York City is a bunch of unwanted posters of Ivanka Trump. They don't want her back.
0: No, they don't. I mean, let's be real. New so York instead is- of
1: wanted fo- posters, it's unwanted posters that's been popping up all across New York. She's going to have to move to Idaho
0: or something at this point. You know, like, I don't know where else she's going to be able to go. I mean, Alaska <laughs> probably wants her, too. I mean, who knows? She could, you know, find some way to live in the last. We all know
1: Russia will take them all.
0: Russia will take them all. They'll make them do work though. So that's one thing that they're not used to. Um, But yeah, so we have more um, insanity coming out of the white house. Um, It's uh, something that bill Barr clearly um, was not maybe even aware of because he would have shut it down because he is not the attorney general. He just is Trump's personal lawyer acting as the attorney general. Um, And so here we are, we have another scandal coming out of the white house for what less than fifty days um, to go to get this horrible man out of office and much, much more drama uh, that's yet to come. You know, so you know
1: it's like the it's it's literally like I'm watching an episode of Dynasty.
0: Yeah, you know it's, it's like, like
1: that draw. It's that high drama. It's like oh gosh, what's happening now?
0: Where's it's my like popcorn? an episode of Weeds? Remember, did you watch Weeds? Oh
1: yeah. It's like
0: every episode, remember how Genji Cohan wanted to make every episode be like a season finale type, like <laughs> what's going to happen? Because it was dun, dun, so dun. And you're just like, wait, she just got arrested? Well, how can she continue to sell weed if she's in jail? Wait until next week, right? And well, then, and,
1: and like the British version is, is, it's a show called EastEnders. I've heard and of like that show. I've
0: never watched it.
1: So there's like characters that have been like, have been killed like four times and they come back. To life, zombies, and it's no—they just come back. Like they, they explain, oh, it didn't actually kill them, but it's like that much of a like dun dun dun.
0: I would be actually okay if they're like, oh, they're zombies. (laughs) That would make it at least interesting.
1: I mean, you know, we do have a pandemic going on, and we do have a potential vaccine. So maybe, who knows? Maybe the moment I see
0: a news story that says. Because you know, People I remember back to like, the
1: Resident Evil movie series, the Umbrella which is Corporation. Very good.
0: It okay, is, I love I, that movie series.
1: I know that if zombies could be genetically modified. I get it.
0: <laughs> you know how I feel about zombies. I actually think it could happen, and if it's going to happen anywhere, it's going to be Florida. So, Marcy, uh, you know, yeah. you need to leave Florida when you're listening to this because it's we either going to be
1: Florida or it's going to be Oklahoma. Y'all know it.
0: Oh, why is it always a poor Oklahoma? <laughs> what can you do?
1: I mean go no, ahead mm-hmm.
0: um well, speaking of crazy things um and insanity and all things uh uh nepotistic, is that a word? yeah great look at that hello PhD <laughs> That's um right. but all things nepotism I think it's time for us to really get into uh the crown season four um episode three fairy tale are you ready Ange
1: oh I'm so ready
0: let's do it okay so Anjanette picture I'm straight can you picture okay Okay, I'm, I'm, for, the, for the viewer, listeners. Yes. Clearly, no, this is not the case. But I just want you all to imagine this for one instance. I call you up. I say, hey, come on over to my castle. You know, and, you know. We've we're, only
1: seen each other five times.
0: Seen, we've only seen each other five times. Okay. You are, what, 13 years younger than me? Yes. 13 years in this,
1: in this In this scenario, correct. Yeah, Got in it.
0: this scenario. And, um, you know, and I say, hey. You know, what do you say? Let's do this thing. I don't get down on one knee. I don't even have really a ring. And I ask you to marry me. uh, What's your answer? Try again. Try again. (laughs) That was the first warning.
1: Or better yet in a 2020, thank you next.
0: (laughs) Thank you next. Um, And ultimately, like when I saw that, I was like, oh no. Right, he is like, he's trying to like sit there and act like just because he's a prince, he doesn't have to have a ring. He can't make you swoon or do all these things. He doesn't
1: even, and he doesn't even go down on one knee because because his reasoning was he's a prince.
0: Yeah, he and doesn't that's,
1: that's against protocol.
0: <laughs> he. Prince Charles, come for him, TikTok, let's do it. Come for him.
1: Like, and that scene is so seething because all of the women of his family are appalled.
0: Appalled.
1: They're all like, you didn't didn't get down on one
0: knee? No, I I don't kneel, you know? It's like, no, it's like, what? Like, his mother was even like, wow.
1: (laughs) Especially like in the history of their family. That's by far the worst engagement. Like even Queen Victoria and Prince Albert have said like Prince Albert, like spoke poetry and Philip has said that he also, there was wax poetic romance. Charles. Can we even say that it was even business? It was was a trans.
0: It was a transaction. It It was was a transaction. It was a transaction. And if we remember back from episode one, when, uh, you know, Lord Mount Barton, uh, you know, said, you have to find yourself a wife that will do all of these things, you know, uh, Uncle Dickie. Um, And, you know, so he did. And now he's like talking and he's like, oh, but the worst part is he's actually like talking to Camilla and telling her how he did it. And he was, she's like, even (laughs) like this. Yeah, like
1: it it was like, where's the ring
0: <laughs> first of all if you're the the future king of england and you come to me and you don't have a ring that's the size of my face
1: that's correct
0: you are not getting a yes i mean
1: oh. he didn't goodness gracious give me a dang bracelet a, a tiara a bro- i want to
0: settle for a tiara
1: I mean, he didn't even bring her crystal vase. Like what? He
0: didn't bring her anything. Diana got gypped. She got she gets gypped a lot in this, but she got gypped. So I
1: will say um, the the ring she picked out, which is currently the engagement ring that Will gave Kate, is stunning.
0: Stunning. It's Matches stunning. her eyes, as she said.
1: I loved it growing up as a child because sapphires, I, me and you, that's our gemstone. And I always felt that that was like meant Are to be. Are
0: sapphires a Virgo's gemstone?
1: They're September gemstones.
0: Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, well, see, the more you know. Um, but really what we have here is he's about to, um, we kind of see the paparazzi starting to identify as Diana is one of the members that you know he's courting and it gets more serious and serious when we see her and then we see her go back to her flat member where she lives with what did her what did uh, uh, Princess Margaret say, all those hookers or something like that. <laughs> the like, three hookers. The three hookers that she lives with in that flat. And she walks up the stairs, she's bombarded by press, and then she's like. It's official, and they're all like screaming and. They scream
1: like like girls do when like you get the teams. news that your your other friend is going to be married into royalty,
0: and well, the future king of England.
1: Yeah, I mean, but the paparazzi, that scene, they kind of brush over it a little bit, but it it keeps ramping up as the season goes on, especially also in this episode, whereas. It mimics the realities that Diana experienced and what we saw ultimately lead to her death is the horrible, horrible infringement of her personal space, her personal life with the the paparazzi. And if you know anything about what will later happen to the worst foursome on the planet is that there's illegal wiretapping that happens and personal conversations both of Diana with her a friend of hers and then Charles and Camilla, which is known as Camilla Gate, oh
0: boy.
1: Get released later on in the in the early 90s. And it's like, oh gosh. If you want to get really like irked, TikTok and Gen Z read the Camilla Gate transcripts and like the dirty talk between Charles and Camilla. And it's just bleh. it's so gross. But anyways, it the paparazzi really hound her um and force the the crown the establishment to move diana out of the flat to basically protect her in a way but also to maintain the situation and in the show move her into buckingham palace but the real life she was moved into clarence house Mm -hmm. which is where the queen mother lived and so she was under the tutelage of the queen mother and this is another gen z i'm calling for you because y'all need to jump on this is that she lives in clarence house before she gets married which clarence house is now the residence of charles and camilla Like, this is how... Shady. Shady, horrendously, like, despicable.
0: They did her dirty.
1: That the house that she lived in before she gets married is now the the actual house that Charles and Camilla live in.
0: You know, this is a major point of, you know, the show, but also Princess Diana. It's not only what... um, she does by being introduced into the world by bringing forth this fairy tale the episode is Mm -hmm. called fairy tale because her and charles look so quote-unquote perfect together Um, and she had that like innocent nature when they have the press conference and you know she's all you know like meek and innocent and you know she says the you know the most perfect things and so the crown not only wanted to protect this image and to protect the narrative that they were going um but ultimately what we see is specifically with the media and the paparazzi is that Diana became a public good that was sold and photographed. And um, I'm pretty sure she's the most photographed person ever in the world, if I'm not mistaken. In the
1: the early 20th, first century, yes, she was.
0: Yeah. And so when you look at the ways in which, you know, you, she couldn't even walk outside without people taking photos. No, she
1: couldn't. There was Uh, no, and they had, um, in her later years, they would like climb fences they would the huge telephoto lenses to try and steal moments of very intimate private moments and there have there were a lot of times where there are photos that were taken and they get posted all over the daily mail and and in the public eye and they're very private photos that you would do in your privacy of your own home but they get captured because the pap- the paparazzi were ruthless at this time um
0: and there were no the laws point- really protecting people
1: no and it it actually once the paparazzi then turned to William and Harry the crown ultimately had to create and ask parliament to pass laws to protect children mm-hmm. um because it was getting they were camping outside their their schools their houses they were raiding through trash cans they were going it it was just it was a nightmare and and then it it ultimately helps lead to diana's death in in paris
0: yeah i mean and this idea that diana is there for the public's consumption there Mm -hmm. are people that we start seeing that disidentify with her that she's this young you know they make her seem to be this young like country girl even though she's right and everyone
1: starts taking and getting princess diana hair
0: the Princess Diana haircut, it's a very specific haircut. If you listen or watch any of the crown, like, behind-the-scenes stuff, they had to actually go to the person who cut her hair, mm-hmm. whose like, whole life has only been this haircut. Like, they don't, no mm-hmm. one wants anything else. I mean, f- quite frankly, she brings it back, so I'm, I wouldn't be mistaken if, I, if we start seeing this. Well, we're
1: going to see it. its I mean, but this, it sets up... The very real relationship people have with figures in pop culture is that she becomes not an actual human, but a pop culture icon, um, a, exactly. a society icon that you consume that dictates, you know, all these things, clothing trends, Um you know we just celebrated world aids day and she was the quintessential mover of how we treated and how we understood the humanity of people suffering from aids and yeah. the fact that she went and shook a hand you know shook hands with an aids sufferer that had not happened because they were everyone was so deathly afraid that, that you were going to get it and yeah, here people, the princess of wales
0: Christmas. yep here you have the princess of wales um, going up to a very impoverished area and mm-hmm. you know and saying this is normal people are deserving of love and that's why i think prince harry getting his hiv aids test and Prince, you know remember he did that on public yeah. First time, but these are the types of things that um, you know she becomes known for, and I think that's why when you look at her as a public good, um, you know, sadly, um, you know, when we have to think about her and how the world treated her, you know, she starts belonging to everybody, right? So as she, as as little girls, as women, you know, living their their lives, starts saying, "Oh, I could do that," or she reminds me, or this type of fairy tale that she represented mm-hmm. um it, they would buy things so she became a commodity um and so that meant she a picture was worth uh a lot of money and near the end yes. of her life the photos of her on the boat with um Jody Dodi Fayed went for millions of dollars. Yeah. Um, and so these are the types of things that we see starting earlier now, but then ultimately, and this is something that we really need to hit home here and, and trigger warning for everyone who um, may be suffering or is suffering from an eating disorder or mm-hmm. this pressure to be perfect is what that type of pressure um, places upon um, women specifically, um, yeah. women in the public eye, but then, you know, people to be perfect. And she develops right. um, bulimia, which she struggled with for a number of years. For and- almost
1: the entirety of her life, um, yeah. even during pregnancies. And that is one of the things that the show, This the first scene you get in episode three is a disclaimer about scenes of eating disorders because they do not shy away from the fact that diana suffered from bulimia and but they i I did really want the episode to put a little bit more responsibility on the media in regards to that because there were a lot of tabloids calling her chubby Mm -hmm. calling into the fact that she hadn't lost her baby weight and and which forced her to also become very very self-conscious of the fact that you know they were saying these things and then being compared to camilla and you know by charles and and all this other things that she struggled with for years and years and years
0: yeah and it's and and you know we all see this pressure to be perfect that she really does mm-hmm have and and struggles with, you know, because it's not only the pressure to be perfect for Charles, who she already kind of feels doesn't love her in the way that she deserves to be loved. um, But, you know, she has to be Perfect for her family, her family, um, because she's like this prize. Like, she's like, it's like that scene from the Tudors when Anne Boleyn becomes, you know, heir apparent to Mary, and they're all, it's not just about her anymore. It's about their whole family's success. And granted, like, you know, let's be real, you know, they're fine. They're already, you know, landed gentry or whatever they are, but, you know, you know, but. It's understanding how they, because these types of things don't occur very often, are about to become the very high up in the world. And so this pressure to be perfect really comes upon her. And, you know, and then she has to go through this intense teaching and scrutin- like scrutiny. Right.
1: She realizes how much she doesn't know about the day-to-day life of being a royal. Like she, she might've been able to gain entrance in because of her blood and her peerage, but there's so much of that world that is, is kept hidden from the outer world. So she, you know, there's that scene where she walks into the um, event and she's wearing a ball gown and everyone's around the circle and she doesn't realize who to meet, who to greet first. And then they kind of throw her to the wolves and we're like, well, no, you gotta, and so then she realizes and everyone realizes what it
0: was unnerving,
1: yeah. It was really like you're like, Oh, ooh. also, and Princess her Margaret grandmother, just like, so admonishes her. Yes, it's like this quick, like, night and day they, that they, they praise her and in, in episode two and say that she's this triumph and she passes all the, the tests at Bow Moral. But then in this episode, she is wholly inadequate, mm-hmm. she doesn't know how to greet properly, she doesn't know the protocol, all of these things. And then, you know, she gets taken into the Buckingham palace and she's completely isolated. And
0: lonely, and they because that's the sense of control that they need to keep in her because of the ways in which they're also trying to craft this perfect image for Charles. Because it's always about Charles and making sure that he looks, as we find out later, strong and courageous and the handsome prince, and all of these things that he's not because he's a yet. Um, but like (laughs) you know, ultimately. The ways in which Diana struggles from day one, and you know it's it 's sad because you 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 have this moment of um, understanding for the isolation and loneliness that she feels because she 's the most popular woman in the world at that moment, but at the end of the day she feels so alone
1: right and she 's supposed to have. Reached her fairy tale. She's supposed to have gone off into the sunset, or, or in the process of going into the sunset, and it's it's very very lonely. And she's by herself in these halls, and no one's reaching out to her. And she's um,
0: would you roller skate through Buckingham Palace?
1: One hundred percent.
0: One hundred percent.
1: With a cup of tea, because right I'm that. Um, balance-wise.
0: Oh, that's right. I mean, but then, you know, let's get to the people who aren't alone because, uh, as we have dubbed it now, and we're calling it the worst foursome in the world, while Diana is secluded, who's not secluded?
1: Charles and Camilla.
0: Charles and fucking Camilla.
1: I just, I have to say, though, that they're getting Camilla's, like, ridiculous, ugly, feathered hair spot on this season like it's getting much more like it almost looks like it's so brittle it's about to fall off i'm so unkind when it comes to camilla because i just can't i can't handle her um
0: i mean it's it's hard it's hard to watch because you we discover a lot in this episode about the actual relationship between charles and camilla and and how
1: intimate it really is Mm-hmm.
0: And how really resentful Charles actually is on the fact that he's not marrying Camilla,
1: and that he's not willing to let her go in any way, shape, or form. So, and what so is Camilla's?
0: What is Camilla's pet name?
1: Gladys.
0: And what's Char- What does she call Charles? Fred. Fred. And who so there's found a scene.
1: There's a scene where. Um, right before the wedding, Charles is sent off on a six-week tour, a Commonwealth tour, and leaves Diana again alone. But he tells her that, you know, while I'm gone, you really need to reach out to Mrs. Parker Bowles, because she, she know, you know, she's a good friend of to mine, and she could be a good friend to you. And this is an actual real scene that happened in real, in, in real life and we have the video of Charles and Diana leaving at the airport and it's a very very heart-wrenching scene because Diana cries and at the time all the media thought it was because she was crying that Charles was leaving for six weeks mm-hmm. but in a later interview she reveals that she's crying because she came in that day to Charles on the phone with Camilla and hearing the intimate conversation that they were having and realizing that she wasn't the love of her fiance's life
0: yeah the man that the woman that she's doing all the man that she's doing all this stuff for
1: right and giving up all of her life and and freedoms and all this kind of thing um and so and then, they have the
0: most awkward lunch in history
1: that lunch which is which is also a historical event that we have pictures of them eating lunch at and that lunch is just one of my ultimate i think favorites uh, scenes because it really strikes how much charles and camilla cannot let each other go mm-hmm and even though like camilla's trying she's realizing hey i mean, you know i'm doing a favor i'm talking to you about all these things these interests, you know the synchronicities of Charles. charles's life but as she's going through it she's realizing how much she can't let him go
0: well and she that- also realizes how much diana does not know right diana's right. like i don't know his nickname i don't know his favorite color i don't know he i don't know he doesn't eat lunch <laughs> yeah.
1: He doesn't like to eat lunch. And he gets
0: very cranky if you make him eat lunch. He's very cranky.
1: And he gets very bloated.
0: Very bloated. I mean, and the fi- it's like one of those horrible, like, I don't know, we've had these lunches before where people think they know you and me better than we know each other. And they're like, well, yeah. don't you know that that's like not their favorite color? And you're like- no. It's like, huh? It's like, <laughs> oh, it's like what? It's, it's Or like
1: yeah. we're, we're at a conference and, and someone on the panel thinks, oh, well, I'm going to one-up everyone. And we're like, nah, you can't, yeah, do that.
0: can't do that. I mean, and it's so bad for Diana because this is also the scene, um, you know, we have just seen her really um, struggle with her eating disorder. And she um, is doing something really traditional with people that suffer from uh, eating disorders. She shuffles the food around the plate. Um, to right before
1: to she... Right, I and then about that
0: and yeah. then you see Camilla be like, "Well, of course you know his favorite color is green. Of course you know he hates lunch. Of course you know, and
1: he loves uh, to garden, and he does this, and he, this, garden, and he, he, he does, does that." And then
0: you see her her like break in this way. Um, and she starts shoveling the she food in, and she starts binging. And then you see the scene right after is when she purges and it's this pressure to be perfect because she can't be Camilla. But then you also see her in a way like judge Camilla because oh, she,
1: yes. she oh, knows yes.
0: that she is Diana and she has the ring. Nothing. She knows gonna
1: she's going to be the wife and the future at this time, she's running with the assumption that she will become queen of England yeah. And that Camilla won't.
0: Yeah. And she judges us. She never like, could be.
1: And yes. never could be.
0: And that they shut the crown, the queen, shut shut her out. They said no.
1: Yeah, they told they told Camilla no, but they told Diana yes, and, and you kind of see her a, there... judge
0: her. I kind of was like, yes. get yours, Diana, where she's just like looks at her, and I and I don't mean because I never like to comment on a woman's appearance, but like you know, they kind of she kind of you can tell she's like, look at this pudgy, horrible hair, badly dressed, smoking, you know, right. woman, and she's like, look at me, right, and
1: right, or there's that scene. It's is it that scene where there's um like, people are like, oh, Diana, Diana, Diana. It might be a, another episode I'm confusing, where like, it's a very stark that the public completely loved Diana. And, oh, you know, that's and, later you know, like, on in the season
0: where Camilla's it, like, don't make me go to war with her. Remember, that's yes. spoiler alert. That's when spoiler Charles I calls Camilla and, you know, and essentially uh, Diana, without even doing anything, hurts Camilla, and then Charles goes and screams at Diana because I know he hurt. Camilla, and he knows how much Camilla means to her. And It's, blah, it's blah.
1: just, yeah, it's, it's such this twisted, but it's at that lunch where she gets told their nicknames and that comes out later yes. is that um, Diana finds these drawings of jewelry, and she initially thinks it's jewelry that's going to be given to her, and then she sees that there's an inscription that says Fred and Gladys. And she really, really starts to understand that Charles does not love her the way that he loves Camilla and that she almost tries to call off the wedding.
0: So she, so they, you know, and so speaking of calling off the wedding, also unhappy marriages is Princess Margaret. So That's right, Princess Margaret, you know, who, by the way, we do not get enough of Helen uh, Bonham Carter. Helen Bonham Carter. In this whole season, she right. really knocked it out of the park last season um, by showing, I think, the differences that she faced against, you know, her, her sister. But this season, you really see her, her struggle. And around.
1: her life, Princess Margaret, lived it up. Yeah. There are so many stories of people talking about they'd go to a party and there was Princess Margaret. Oh, yeah. And and oh, all these. Yeah. So she she really did um, Live it up. But I love that scene where she brings to the forefront in front of Philip, the queen, and the queen mother that Charles doesn't love Diana and that they shouldn't force this marriage. And that and they're, really, like, are they're
0: really about? setting themselves up for a big, big oopsie.
1: Yeah, and she's like, look at what just happened. Like, don't do this. We, we're already suffering because we've tried to force this. And Prince Philip has an amazing line where he he believes in the honor and duty of his son and thinks that oh well diana is this rising budding beauty she's gonna do so much she's gonna be a great queen she's gonna do this charles will learn to love her and and places trust in that and not thinking how much of a hold camilla has on him
0: yeah which because philip doesn't know his son at the end of the day
1: right and does and Which is so sad because I think they all thought that Camilla would just fall behind or that Charles would do the right thing and push it aside and do his duty, just like Philip and the Queen did.
0: Yeah, you know, because they certainly had a little bit of a rocky marriage. They sure did. Um, You know, we're going to get to my favorite line in the whole series was, I don't know, are you you done with the season yet?
1: No, I'm on episode um six
0: okay well we'll get there
1: they went to they did their australia tour and i just couldn't do any more right now because i was was all like i need i need a couple of days in between so that i can not go on a full on anti Charles Camilla.
0: I know. We'll get to my favorite line. I mean it's it's great. But uh but yeah, we ultimately have Margaret really trying to be like, look, this was my life. Like you guys don't understand. Like I had to marry someone I didn't love. I wish I could have stopped it. Like don't Right. Do- he
1: was not my first choice. The first yeah. choice was the love of her life and they refused to do it because of he was a divorcee. He was yeah. older. Um
0: and it's just so sad because, you know, you actually see Margaret saying something coherent for once and being like, no, you all need to do this. And they're like, no, we can't, you know, it's right?
1: which, and it's so telling because of the four children of, of Philip and Elizabeth of the queen three got divorced. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Anne ended up finding her, her second husband um, she's found love and sustainability and, and we all know where Charles went back to. Yeah,
0: um, yeah. but also he aunt, will, never be,
1: his will never be first
0: husband was like still really liked in the family if I remember historically. Like they like the Queen Mother even like invited him back to the holidays and stuff because they actually liked her first husband.
1: Um, well, and he was a uh, he was in the military, so he had he was given a, a high rank, and um, so he was given a if I remember correctly, he was given a property so that the children could still maintain, um, whatever Peter and, um, Zara were still able to live with both parents and, and whatnot. And, um, yeah, you know, and we don't want to talk, we won't bring up Andrew and Fergie, but they're just a hot mess. Anyways, we
0: don't talk about Prince Andrew.
1: Yeah, it's, he's. I mean, we're we're gonna have to if you're gonna talk about the episode about the favorite. We're just gonna
0: refer to Prince Andrew as Jeff uh, Jeffrey Epstein's best friend. So that's, that's all right. we're gonna. We're just gonna refer to him and how he should be referred to.
1: Because um, that oh spoiler like that episode, I was just like oh this this episode has new meaning with the Jeff um, the Epstein case with yes. whose favorite is the Queen. Mm-hmm. You know, we I all know. know because of what happened.
0: I know, but okay, so then ultimately we're getting to the end of the episode, and we are waiting for um, one of the most iconic scenes in television history. One that's talked about when it comes to um, how many people watched it. Um, it's and that's still considered one
1: of the most watched television live events. So
0: the thing about this is, is we actually don't see it.
1: No, they don't show it at all. So,
0: before we get to the wedding, let's get to Charles Returns to uh, do the wedding rehearsal. Like, he gets back, like, it seemed, the show makes it seem like he gets back, like, the day of. and then, He and does, like, he,
1: like, no, like, he does get back, like, two to three days before. Um, but he told Diana the wrong date because he went to go see Camilla.
0: That's right. So, he,
1: he spent three days with Camilla and then comes back.
0: And then, ultimately, um... What does Miss What does Lady Diana confront uh, Mr. Charles on?
1: He she confronts him balls to the wall and says, "I know that you're in love with Camilla. I know that you were there with her, and I know that you made a bracelet for her. And like, what are we doing here?
0: Yeah, let's call it off right now
1: because this is not what this is not what I." This is not what I was the bill of goods that I I was being sold.
0: And then he works her like a two dollar bill. Like he is it's so sad because you're watching this something because you know the ending. Like most of us know the ending. Um, you know, but you understand that like he's like, it's over, I won't do it anymore. I love you. Like it was just, an
1: ending parting gift.
0: Here's my ring. He gives her the Prince of Wales's ring ring or something
1: like the that. The singlet ring for yeah. the Princess of Wales. So they have both. Yes. Um, and you know, it it harkens to her being so young. You know, she this might have been her first actual love relationship and so you can be very naive in hearing excuses or understandings and and it shows that she was like oh that makes sense i get it okay that was your past relationship this is us now and oh wow i'm getting the princess of wales ring also knowing that lunch scene where she realized I'm doing things and getting things that Camilla will never get. Mm -hmm. And so it, it's, it's painful. It is painful.
0: really painful. And ultimately at the end of the day, um, we really see her go, okay, because she ultimately has, it's like, it's like she's climbed the mountain in essence. And Mm -hmm. it's like, she's like, well, I have to do it, you know? And it's like, I have to do it. And, and we get to the famous wedding scene where we see her dress yeah. We do see
1: her dress. We see her
0: dress, but then we see her. We
1: see everyone else get dressed. Yes. That are also very, I mean, the, the cost design department of this show is impeccable. Yeah. Because it's so, I've seen so many articles of image against image of what was in the show to what happened in real life. And it's just, it's so spot on.
0: But what is she doing while she's in that dress, just about to go marry the future King of England?
1: She is, she, is, is that the one where she's dancing?
0: No, she's it's either. where she starts to tear up and she, oh, wait, wait. Yeah. you see her there. And ultimately, you know, that, you know, it's like this moment of, is she happy tears? Or are these like, she That's really right. doesn't want to do this. And.
1: Right. And there's so much, like, there's such revelation that happens in that interview that she does. Um, the year that they separate that um, she's, you know, she kept telling herself, this is this is the fairy tale. This is I'm marrying my prince. It will all work out once we go on our honeymoon when we get married. It's Camilla's behind him, blah, 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 blah. And she's walking down the aisle and Camilla's there.
0: And she, yeah. And,
1: and, and the revelations come out of other things that I won't spoil because it comes out in later episodes of things that Charles does right, you know, during the wedding in the honeymoon that Camilla's just right front and center into their marriage.
0: It's so, it's so bad. And you just ultimately see, you know.
1: But I do wonder why they don't show the, the wedding. Like, what do you, why do you think they didn't show the wedding?
0: I think it's because ultimately, when it was probably really expensive, (laughs) because you have to get Westminster Abbey. I mean, you can't really fake that. I mean, you can. um, You can and you can't. You can and you can't. But I think ultimately, um, you know, it's kind of one of those, it's like, it's one of the, it's like a great aspect of when we really have really good horror movies. Right. And you, you, you never have to show the monster because the acting is impeccable and the, the story is impeccable. We don't need to see the wedding because we already know she doesn't, we already know how shitty the the marriage is going to be. And ultimately it's, it's not, it's not a fairy tale and what she's pointing it out to be. And so, you know, to show this wedding that we all know ends in, a horrible divorce, um, but ultimately, you know, leading up to the dis- the downfall of Diana, not by her own accord, but by forces outside of her that-
1: By the establishment, the paparazzi. The establishment
0: and the paparazzi and yeah. even the crown in many ways. Uh, or
1: what Gen Z is coming to is potential conspiracy theories of who killed Diana.
0: Seriously, um, you know, uh, here we go, Gen Z, you know, TikTok. But like, ultimately, like- these are the things that, you know, I kind of appreciate it because the storytelling is so good that we don't need to see the wedding. Like I didn't need to see it. I saw the dress, so I was good, but like, right. you know, but, you know, and I think it, you know, there's, you know, in the one of the parts that we, we want, we, we want to talk about is really the music has, mm. is a whole different character in this scene. And, you know, they play Fleetwood Max, the Ed, edge of 17 when she goes out dancing and with, then her, friends. End, with her friends and then at the end of the episode it's completely different because she's like you actually do realize she, well she really is like 20 years old and here she's marrying into a horrible life that she's gonna hate and yeah. there's no going back i
1: mean that that soundtrack in in this episode is quintessential 80s and i live for it it is because this is it's 1981 and the music, like, you you see through the music and through Diana's interaction with the music, like, there's that scene where she's roller skating, there's the scene where she's dancing as a ballerina, and there's these 80s ballads paired with it to... You know, we, we talked about it in last episode, the, the upper class versus the working class. And there's a little bit that Diana is both in, in some senses. And so the music is used to remind or reinforce that idea that she is part of and she's becoming part of the establishment, but she also has this outsider knowledge and ties and that she is versed with she she can jam with fleetwood mac and stevie she'll
0: roller skate around you know the 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 buckingham palace you know listening to listening to everything or she's listening to the upside down in her car by diana ross yeah driving you know it's always so funny because we always see people as like so secluded and like how can they actually like be out there in the public but she's like drives her own car and she's like hey guys like here i am she
1: does a long for a lot of her career she does a lot of these things that um push against the upper class and
0: um, and
1: even there's so many good stories of one of my favorites of of real life diana is that she befriends freddie mercury Mm. and he dresses her up as a, a man and takes her to gay bars in london and she does, like, she was just such this fun-loving, energetic character and person. And um, I, I thought that episode three really did a good job in building that.
0: And so showing. would you classify this as a fairy tale? No. No. <laughs> Neither would I. It's- well, okay,
1: no, I take that back. In the sense of Grimm's fairy tales... Yes. Yes. Because it's a cautionary tale, because there is not an actual happy ending. There's death and gore and horrendous villains. So then, yes, if we're doing that definition of a fairy tale, is it a Disney fairy tale? No. 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 There is no Prince Charming happy ending going off in the sunset with the love of your life sweeping you off, getting down on one knee.
0: (laughs) I know. That I will never... I will never forgive Charles for many things, but, like, (laughs) a girl. (laughs) It's so bad. I mean, but... Here we are. Well, another episode down, Anjanette, the fairy tale. Uh, We'll see how it goes. Uh, I have a feeling I know where it's headed. Um, (laughs) Don't we all. (laughs) Don't we all. But, you know, we'll be back uh, with another episode uh, of The Crown Season 4. And, you know, hopefully uh, we can get a little bit of rest because we're all going to need it because there's some treacherous roads ahead of us. We're
1: getting getting into some dicey dicey water
0: dicey waters with you know and not we're not just talking about the falklands war here
1: no 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 they never I mean, did the minor everyone story, check the out camilla gate and you'll just be all like charles wants to be camilla's tampon okay and okay. with that
0: listeners um this is john and anjanette we're signing off thank you anjanette for coming on another episode of course Of course. All right, everyone. uh, We will see you next time as we break down season four of The Crown. Bye-bye.
1: See you later.